Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's it. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so magnificent. Oh, I like that. everyone and welcome back to straight white whale this is F. did you fart there no it was the the creak of the 
the creak of the microphone. I thought it's not doing it now because it's taking the cunt out of me, but it's all right. I thought Paul shat his pants, full blown shat his pants there. <laughs> and the only reason I said that is because I shat my pants. It was a wee bit of psychological projection on my behalf. Pure, ha, ha, did you <laughs> shit yourself? You shat yourself, didn't you? Oh, sorry, it was me. Help me to the toilet, Paul. I've shat my pants. <laughs> did you like that song? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some mad, creepy, fucking out-of-tune harp music. That was Harpo Mark's monkey business. I want you to play that at my funeral. I'll just... I, I don't know... If I can't learn that on the harp, I'll just stand and go... Don't piss on my childhood. Because that's what you're doing there. You're pissing on my childhood. I thought it was quite catchy. It was called Sugar in the Morning. Catchy? Aye, I like it. Sugar in the Morning. Apologies for everybody that's got problems with sugar. I'm in a Overeaters Anonymous recovery programme and I find that offensive. Cancel Harpo Marks. Fuck them. So did the Marx Brothers write music as well as um, movies, comedy, you know? Every single movie that they were in which was something like 14 movies over the space of 20 years. They had small cutaways of them playing their instruments. Right. So Harpo played the harp and Chico played the piano. So say it's like, you know, they were in a convenience store and the Harpo gets lost in a fucking basement uh -huh. and he'll find an old harp and it'll cut away to him playing the harp for 10 minutes. Right, is that why he was called Harpo? Yeah. Because he played the harp? Yes. Self-taught. He was really badly dyslexic and they were poor, so he, he he taught himself the harp. And because he taught himself the harp, he taught himself the wrong way. So the technique that he played the harp was really odd and different. But all these world-famous harpists were like, he's the best harp player in the world. Really? Aye. Because he, he couldn't read music or anything like that. He did it all through ear. Working class hero. Yes. Love that. And Chico as well was cast as one of the best pianists. Pianists? Pianists. Sorry. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Sorry, Harpo. I'm dyslexic too. I don't know how to say pianist. Me and Harpo's basically the same people, you know what I mean? I can play the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> Self-taught. I play it rang, but I'm the best in the world. Aye. <laughs> I'll get a ladle. Get a ladle in Queen's Park. Um... We'll do the ad read. Yes. <laughs> for the second week in a row, I'd like to thank Coffee Roasters Scotland, Paul, for sponsoring the podcast. I tried the... I don't know what... I'll need to have a look at the blend that mm -hmm. I took, but I took the one that was dark and strong. Yes. Rocket Fuel, man. Loved it. Had a iced Americano yesterday on my way through to Edinburgh. Mm. Very strong, isn't it? I bet. Very tasty. Yes. But I did find myself like almost transcending into the EMT realm while I was driving through <laughs> Edinburgh yesterday. I could hear the so I'm gonna break through. Hi. Hi, it's very strong. So thank you very much to Mark at Coffee Roasters Scotland. Uh, they are based in 121 Main Street, Neilston. They've got an Instagram which is Coffee Roasters Scotland. Paul says it's delicious. I've been drinking their blends. A family-run Scottish business that we appreciate spo uh, sponsoring the podcast. We've also signed up to Acast. 
So if you're listening to the podcast and there's a random fucking mouthwash advert or something, it's helping us keep the lights on. How else am I going to go and buy a top hat? Brothers and sisters, comrades and comrades. Fuck it. We're going to the camp season eight. Get your assholes out. This is a cult. <laughs> I so, had um, Julie Nemo Smith. Yes. Is that? Yes. It's Julie Nemo Smith. Uh-huh. Um, and doing an episode of her podcast, she was saying that she can't wait to come on, but she was also talking about cold water therapy and going for wild swims. And She's doing mad for it. She is mad for it, mate. They've got a show on BBC Scotland. Can't remember what it's called, but she filmed it with Greg, her husband. Um, she's going to come on the podcast next week. She agreed to it. I was going to get her on this week, but I just thought it'd be nice for me and you then, Julie. Yeah. So I, she's buzzing to come on, mate. Um, so we'll get... I know you text me on a Sunday, you like to give me a time. As soon as we get that in, then Julie will come in. But that's nice. She set up a podcast. Is it a podcast she set up? I think I think there's like six episodes in, but it's the usual with it, you know, like yourself with the old podcast for a production company. And she had an opportunity to interview somebody that she really wanted to interview and they couldn't get her into her studio, so they came in here. All right. Sure, I don't mind. But tell you what, it's going to be an easy hour for me and you, man, because, like, not in a bad way, in a great way, she can talk, like, you know, like, sometimes you get people on the pod, I say to people that come in and do podcasts, and they're like, I've got a guest, and they'll be like, are they media ready? Meaning, are they going to shite themselves when they come in and I turn the lights on and the camera on, or are they going to be comfortable enough to just sit and chat? Yeah. I don't think we've had anybody yet that's kind of, like, froze up. Nah, we've just had people on the fucking spectrum. Uh, including ourselves aye the daft spectrum that's the only reason I can joke about that I mean look at me I'm sitting with a fucking top hat on so don't come for me no go for him man like fuck it aye abuse him aye like uh, make emotions a wee bit punch drunk with ecstasy abuse Um, Permo who, who was the director guy again James Price. Uh-huh. He's been hit with a shovel. It's all we- <laughs> they're all welcome on your podcast. I <laughs> kidding on. That's previous episodes of good people. Tell you a funny story. There's a Tesco around the corner. I like to buy I don't know if I've got a fucking tick or something, mate, but every week I like to buy me and Paul a bottle of water. And the lassie working behind the counter was like, You work in the day? I was like, Aye, I work in a wee studio. She said, Podcast studio. I was like, oh, I how did you know? Oh, I listened to the Mikey Motion one. And then I listened to another one when you were talking about sucking toes. And then I f- ran out the fire exit. So. Did she stare at you deep, deep in the eyes? Basically. Like, yeah. I seen the episode where you were talking about <laughs> sucking toes, Dom. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't know if you can see because I'm behind the counter, but I'm wiggling my toes right now. And then that's when I was like, ah. You seen the episode when you were telling about the toes, the toes, The security guard was walking up. You fucking get out of this. Don't ruin it, all right? <laughs> Sorry, I, I think I had a DMT blackout there. You know how last week we were talking about public <laughs> pickup artists and stuff? Yes. And A-game and people that Google things like how to pick up babes. Mm-hmm. I actually Googled that. 
Did you? Yes. And then I walked into Queen's Park with a, a, a sheet of paper that had bullet points on how to pick up babes. And I, I approached people in the park. How did that go? A guy shagged us. <laughs> <laughs> it went well. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I'll so you've just told a story about, you know, some mad fucking woman in Tesco basically offering you feet pics. I mean, like, I don't know, where, where was she gone with that conversation? It's only really gone one way. But um, <laughs> I was, after I came back to Edinburgh last night, um, I was walking away to Tesco in Sucky Hall Street and I was walking back and outside the Don Max, like the Jackie McNamara, Simon Donnelly shop, uh, pub that's now on Sucky Hall Street, there was like a group of guys and one of them must have been clearly gay and I was walking by and he's pure, I'd fucking shag him. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it was, it was totally a context, right? But I think they must have been talking about maybe being like, I don't know, like, what's your type? Aye. And he's been explaining. And then I like walked by and just held him, but I'd fucking shake him. And I was like, fuck's sake, mate. Jesus Christ. Did you give my thumb up? Cheers, yeah. mate. <clears throat> well, I fucking put it this way. You see, when I went to the toilet this morning, the shit just fell at me, man. Like, oh, you <laughs> vile. Sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry. You vile, vile pig. <laughs> and you cut to me as well when you said that. You <laughs> cut sorry. to me when you're fucking pig. I hope McCain oven chips have still got the ad on the podcast, man. Like, after that comment. I know. Wow. Speaking of McCain oven chips, I, I've, I'm not just saying this because they're the sponsor, right? But see, every day for the last 17 days, I've had nothing but McCain oven chips. So Troops, going to do a favour, see if you're in Tesco or Asda or something, get McCain oven chips. See if you're in Tesco, Asda, Sainsbury's, wherever, if you're a Tory Waitrose, go to the counter with McCain oven chips and be like, straight white whale. <laughs> Hashtag straight white whale. I found it quite funny. We did a Patreon episode last week, available on Patreon. £5 a month. Straight white whale. Look at us, man. Patreon.com forward slash straight white whale. Fucking look at us bouncing off each other. Pros. That's mad. Connection for strangers to friends. To lovers. I'll say that in your best man speech at the wedding. Strangers to friends. What, what's that I couldn't wear on the top part for? I'm full of acid. I'm in my nut. <laughs> You're getting up to do a eulogy at my wedding. <laughs> Paul's a great guy. And sorry he's gone. Like, I'm here. Hi, you're standing beside us. I know, I miss him and all. My dad's dead. So you could take... That's oh, the father of the bride, isn't it? Mm. I was going to say, you could take place in my dad. But you can take place in my dad in the top table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit deep. That's a bit deep. I was more thinking about... You know how you get couples that have their gummy fucking dog walking the pillow down and all that? Like, I thought I was going to be that. Page boy? Aye. Okay. But I, I was laughing last week because we'd done a Patreon episode and I never even realised, I don't think we brought it up, but you were sitting with your arm fucked in a sling mm-hmm. and I was losing my voice and we were talking saying like, should we post it extra content? And there was a couple of comments for people saying, you look absolutely fucked, <laughs> just rest and don't post extra content. Uh, of course, like, well, my should have still fucked, like in case anybody thinks I'm like fucking Quasimodo or something, a big lump, get a fucking bag of ice. That's the ice that I got for Tesco. 
for the bird that wants me to suck her toes. God, I'm just a normal guy going to leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been, mate? I, I mean, I would like to say, oh, I've been good now. I've, it's been shite. Because of your arm? Hi, <laughs> mate. Like, literally, like, when did we do? Patreon Friday. Mm-hmm. So I had my arm in a sling. So Thursday into Friday, pretty much no sleep. Arm in a sling, Friday into Saturday, same thing. No sleep, but I managed, I had to cancel. I had something on on Saturday, I had to cancel it. I managed to just stay, like, with a pillow, taking the weight out of my arm for, like, two days, pretty much. And it seems to have done the trick, but it's stiff now. Like, the pain's no there, but it's stiff as fuck, man. You look like you're in a dropkick Murphy's. See how I giggled there? Laughed at me and shite joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I, why do I look like I'm in dropkick Murphy's? Because I've got a fucking... Basically just a shirt. A shirt <laughs> and a fucking hat on. That's because um, I was getting shagged off that guy until like three in the morning. I'm kidding. And that was because I, I, the heat, mate. Yeah. See the fucking heat? I couldn't get to sleep. Didn't go to sleep. Didn't get to sleep till about three in the morning. And then I had a booking at 11. So my alarm went off at 10. I was like, ah, it's the choice between a shower or no shower. And I was like, fuck the shower. I'm yeah. having another half hour in my bed. Yeah. So that's why I've got the hat and that one. And still smell good, but. No, you look good, mate. It's a trendy look. You look like you're in a dropkick Murphy's. I look like I'm in Clockwork Orange. <laughs> I'm the fucking. Do you know how. Have you seen Clockwork Orange? Yeah. Do you know the guy that was like the outcast of the group? Uh-huh. I'm that cunt. Actually, I'm no. I'm starting to believe in myself. You're the main guy. I'm the main guy. You're the, what was, what's that actor called? Something, Malcolm something? Malcolm. This is going to kill people listening to this. I'll just go straight to fucking the Oracle. Gugal. That is IMDB. He's been in honours of shit, that guy, man. Slap that into Google, see what comes up, bro. This is a scheme podcast. Clockwork Orange is... I'm going to say Malcolm Gladwell. I don't think it is Malcolm Gladwell. I think it... Malcolm McDowell. Just notice how confident I said that and I was wrong. Fuck uh, me, he, he was in one of the Star Trek movies, but he's in a Halloween movie. Yes. He's been in so much, man. He's one of the guys, man. He's fucking, he's a great actor. He's an absolutely fucking sensationally good actor, actually. But see stuff like Clockwork Orange... Starting to notice this, like bands like Radiohead, um, like who else am I thinking? <coughs> who was that band that did Where's Your Head at? Where's your head? See, like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Where's your head at? Uh huh. Basement Jacks. Basement Jacks, like Massive Attack, Left Field, Aphex Twin, all of this stuff in the 90s where it, it came out and then stuff like. Stanley Kubrick movies had like a sort of like 60s had like a rebirth there was a load of like sequels come out in the 90s and it was like a 60s throwback and that happened but you don't really hear people talking about it nowadays obviously like there's still Oasis Nirvana yeah you know what I mean and like still people talk about like these bands but like so much good art for like is just getting lost in the internet because it's known TikTok or it's not you know what I mean and yeah like, like Clockwork Orange is a fucking masterpiece of a movie man I, I I do agree with you, but I don't. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It's a hard watch. Yeah. So like, if I was browsing the channels and it was on, I don't think I would watch it. 
need to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Like, maybe that's maybe the same you could say about like Radiohead. Yeah. And like Basement Jacks and stuff like that. You need to be in the mood to listen to it, but nobody's talking about it. There's so much good fucking music and movies and art and shit. Who's Malcolm Gladwell? Because I, I said that there. Um, I really hope it's no someday in fucking Epstein's Island. I don't think so. Flight I think logs. He was. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell was a Canadian journalist, English born. Um, he's worked at the New Yorker. He's just a famous. I I don't. I've trust me. I've not made that mistake because I'm intelligent. I've just said that because I've got dyslexia. Ton, I shot myself there with that noise. Uh, tons of books. He's done like Diary of CEO podcast. So he's, he's like in the media. He's probably done an episode of Rogan and stuff like that. Do you know Thank I mean? fuck he's known Epstein's flight flight logs. Everybody'd be like, Bobby, is he on the flight logs? How many times did Darren Connell go to Epstein's Island? Aye, but it's uh, no Epstein's Island, it's uh, Millport. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to go on a fucking canoe. On a Calmac ferry. So, <laughs> um, I basically like, <clears throat> spent the weekend lying in bed, resting my shoulder, sweating my pan in, in this fucking heat, man. Aye. What about yourself? How have you been? But... To add into that, I had a big booking yesterday. Good, like, huge podcast. I had to go through to Edinburgh to film it, and it just so happened that I became functional yesterday. Mm -hmm. So weird. Do you think your mind went into fight or flight or something? You were like, I need to get this done. No, because I've woke up a day, it's the same. It just Monday, I was like, my shoulder's feeling a bit better. And then Tuesday, I woke up, and I was like, there's no pain, but there's stiffness, and then the day the same. So I think it's just been... I don't know if maybe subconsciously I've been like, I need to fucking rest this early weekend because I've got this big booking. Do you know what I mean? Because I yeah. thought I was going to need to pull it. Because oh. I need to pack everything away and I need to drive through and all that sort of shit. But it's been a... See, when you're in physical pain, mentally, you, I struggle. Yes. I struggle with my thoughts. Like, I was pure, this pain's never going away, man. That's me. Aye. My shoulder's fucked. I might, I'm going to need to get this amputated. I was thinking <laughs> about surgery and all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? Um, but... Do you know what? Shout out to, because it gets a fucking absolute kicking. Shout out to the NHS. Saturday, phoned 111. Within a couple of hours, a doctor phoned me back. They had faxed my prescription to Boots and Sucky Hall Street. I walked down, got my, like, I was like, fucking yes, man. Brilliant. Get in there. Brilliant. Loved it. But, how have you been? Do you know, I've been okay to, to get a bit personal. I just want to be honest as well. Like, I'm a bit worried about this ADHD thing. Um, I don't know if I'm oversharing here, but I've got a very close friend that gave me some some of your meds uh -huh. and I was trying them out and obviously she never gave me too much. So it's ran out and I'm just a wee bit worried because I've noticed that I was in a really good place with it and I lost a bit of weight and I was just dead productive and stuff and knew the kind of there's some strange thoughts popping back into my head that right. I'm like, is that, is that ADHD? So I don't know, but I'm in a good place. I feel happy. I'm just a wee bit nervous that the waiting list for this is so long. I mean, I even tried to inquire about going private and the guy, that guy's fucking swamped as well. So I think I just need to keep the heat down. And Have you been on the waiting list for both? Like an NHS diagnosis, or like psychiatric, it's a psychiatrist appointment that they try and get you. Yeah, with the NHS. That, that, so, that can diagnose. Um, have you got a own BAFE, the private and the public? The, the private guy's not even answered his calls or his emails. 
I've I've tried to get f- weigh him through back on side. I mean, it would cost us money, and mm-hmm. the guys still kind of get back to us. So I need to kind of pursue a couple of other avenues, but a wee bit worried about that. But feel good. But I'm quite similar to you, mate. Like I was blasting the walking, and then I fucked my fit. So I've went from thirty thousand steps a day to fifteen thousand steps a day, and in my head I'm like, oh. What's wrong with my fit? How come it's not getting better? I'm walking with a wee bit of a limp when I should really just take a day off and let it heal. But we're fucking mental, aren't we? So honestly, mate, the best thing that I did for that 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 shoulder had been bothering me slightly for about three, four weeks, badly for about a week of that, and then chronic Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And the best thing I did was sit on my ass, edit on my laptop, put a bag of ice on it every fucking hour for 15 minutes. It's the best thing that I've done for it, mate, is to just go, do you know what? I can't do anything about this. Do you know what I mean? I was I was doing the same thing. I was worrying, like, how am I going to do my bookings? How am I going to shift the furniture about this room? Oh, no, I'm going to cancel this booking on Tuesday. I just want it to go away, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, look, just sit down, chill out, take a breath, let your body recover as it not, it's built today, and then get yourself back out doing your steps, man. Yeah, I, I, and a weird thing kind of happened. I don't know if I don't know what term it is, but <clears throat> ever since you mentioned, I mean, it, it wasn't it you. You were only the first person, someone that listens to the podcast mentioned ADHD, and then we went for a meal, and you mentioned it. As soon as you mentioned it, I feel like it's just changed my life, mate. I, all my pals were doing cold water therapy the other night at the Paisley Reservoir. But I've not been going in because it's hot. And I'm like, what's the point? Well, anything under three degrees, if the water's under three degrees, <laughs> going to end up going with a fucking... Fir- I shouldn't say that to you, you'll be like, ah, with a thermometer. <laughs> no, it's four degrees, I'm not going <laughs> to... Aye, but the thermometer's my purple dagger. Sorry, man, it was you that lowered, lowered the tone earlier. Aye, on. sorry, mate. Um, but um, aye, if, it's any, if the water's on anything under three degrees, which is actually like feels like sort of what would you say tepid mm-hmm. um it, it counts as you get the same benefits you maybe just need to stay in a wee bit longer i didn't know that but i went there the other night and my pals were in there was a group of people there and i just sat at the side just chilling and watching and a woman came out and i just said to her i was like oh, oh my kid my type of personality is i get obsessed with stuff so i did this for like 21 days in a row and um then I just lost interest and she was like ADHD ADHD and uh, I was sitting beside my pal who's been who I admire I hope he doesn't mind me mentioning his, his name Dale he's a Patreon member thank you for the support thank you Dale and the both of just started laughing because that seems to be all we're talking about and she just started talking about it and a lot of it made sense See, especially if you're taking meds, mate, and you feel like I've I've spoke to people who think they're ADHD and they get the medic the medication and they're like, I don't think I'm ADHD, and they're like, I just felt off my nut. I didn't feel any benefit. And I think it's a very specific sort of brain disorder. You know, like it's about the grey matter in your brain and all this sort of stuff. So I think if if you have it and you take the meds, it's really effective. See, if you don't have it, if it's just you're on the spectrum of it, but it's no disordered, it's no chronic, and you take the meds, I think it just fucks with you. I don't uh-huh. think you see the same benefit. 
because I've spent I've spoke to multiple people, and then there was one who was clearly ADHD, and she took the meds. She's like, "This is changing my life," and I was like, "Right, you're meant to take this. Yeah, this is meant for you." So, see if you've had. It's not great, you know what I mean? And like, I wouldn't advocate for people to take other people's prescriptions, but I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it before. We shit, like, people give me prescription painkillers or whatever if I need them, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm taking it. I wouldn't advocate for it. But if you've managed to get some off of a mate, you've felt a benefit, you're coming off it, you're noticing a difference. I don't know, man. I'd be phoning my GP with that information. Do you know, I'm going to phone my GP because we back on side were helping me with that and I'm going to phone him back and I'm going to tell him. There was one thing that I noticed. I don't want to give too too much information away, but there was some... I went... I was at an event, right? And somebody said something to me flippantly with a wee bit of sarcasm and it was... I think it was a joke, but for the first time since I've stopped taking meds, I was like, what the fuck did they mean by that? Mm. Pure overthinking a comment that was made at me. And then I said to my other pal, I don't want to go back there. I'm not going to go back there. We're in a WhatsApp group. I'm going to leave that WhatsApp group. It's just descended into cheeky cunt. Why the fuck did they say that? And I'm like, I f- that's ADHD, mate, because I'll never... Like, I never forget shit like that. And my mind can just run away with mm-hmm. nonsense. Like, the person just said something funny to me and I've took it the wrong way. I don't feel anger. I don't feel anything. But I'm like, no, they meant something different by that. That wasn't a joke. Yeah. Like, I like, there's a thing in ADHD, something like, there's a, a few things, but there's one where it's like emotional sensitivity. And yeah. then the other one's like, uh, abandonment ses- sensitivity like whether than no people like you and all that like you pure you try to figure out it's like a wee rubik's cube and you're you're trying to solve a puzzle you know what i mean and based on a word a look you know what i mean Aye. and again that's the type of thing where anybody listening to this like they'll be like oh i'm like that but like if you get it to the point where like you're saying you're fucking i mean when we first met I've spoke to you about this before, so this isn't something that, you know, the amount of people would be like, oh, I don't think Darren likes me, he's unfollowed me on social media, and then you'd come in and be like, and you'd be like, oh, they they probably said something. <laughs> and that's like emotional sensitivity, like you're so sensitive that you're like, ah, fuck him, get them out of my life, I can't deal with that, and all they've done is just maybe even looked at you the wrong way, do you know what I mean? And, and you know, that started to creep back in me, that stuff i was on instagram thinking fuck fuck them and all that and i I don't even really know why and i've done that so many times i think i've said this before in the podcast i fell out with a really good mate and we we bumped into each other and he's like why did you stop talking to me and i was like mate i don't know i genuinely don't know I can't give you a like reason. Sure. O- open like, up your phone, <laughs> going into your Twitter feed and just go back through your tweets. <laughs> Let me read them and I'll tell you what one's fucking pissed me and off. And it is as silly as that. I've not been as bad. I think lockdown made it hard because of stress and stuff and all that shit. So I was dealing with a lot of depression and stress and like obviously being homeless, living with my mom. So I was just hypersensitive. But now it's like a wee background thing in the in the back of my head uh but i i don't want to keep talking about it but i do i'm going to pursue it and hopefully i get a 
a positive response. I mean, I can date with things like football. I remember my dad said he didn't like, um, what's his name? Jack Grealish? Uh, Jack Grealish, uh, Grealish uh, the Man City guy. Uh, he's so the when, guy that was at Pish. Did you see that? We'll talk aye. about that in a wee second, but fucking so brilliant. See, when he signed for Man City, he struggled a wee bit, uh-huh. but he scored, I think he scored in the FA Cup final. But my dad is like adamant, like he's shite, he's terrible, and all that. Well, like, all that shit. Them this season, aren't so, he? see, no, but I'll do things like that. I see your pal squad, and he's like, What? And I'm like, Your pal, pure dead, fucking right in his <laughs> eyes, no blinking. See, your pal scored in the FA Cup final, eh? And he's like, Who? I think you know who. <laughs> but in my head I'm like ah, you're a fucking prick turning, I don't even like Man City <laughs> you got, I was going to say you're turning up at the start of next season with a Man City tap on with Grealish 10 on the back like, ah, like my tap there I, I don't even like Jack Grealish or Man City and I'm pure because uh, they won a treble last week I text my dad like treble winners the last time he said that to me was about four years ago I when the guy first signed <laughs> It's good to the point my dad's actually forgot about it. He's like, Wait, what are you talking about? So there we go. That's where I'm at. <laughs> In a good place. <laughs> All good. All good in the hood. Um, if you... Ah, oh, is your shower still fucked? Aye. I was going to say, like, you could go in for a cold shower. Went in for a cold bath the other night. I ran a hot bath and I just left it to make it cold. Did you go in? I went in. I... How was that? It was... It done the trick. Shite. Ah, it was a bit shite. I was really struggling with the heat yesterday, mate. I actually felt like I was going to faint. I was walking back for the shops and I was just exposed to the sun at one point. To the, I couldn't even get a bit of shade. And I had to, like, fucking stand beside a wall and just be like, fucking hell, man. Aye, mate, my cats are going mental. Mental with, like, fighting each other. Like, the other night, one of the cats bit me. Oh, And it, I was annoying him. Like, I'm trying to train him to give me a paw. And I was like, he's a paw. We a wee treat. And he just, it was like a minute, eight man. He just went, it wasn't he, he didn't break skin or anything, but it was a warning. And I was like, pure, what the fuck? He's never done that before. Why is he all right? And I was like, oh, fuck, man, the heat. Aye. Be like, they're black cats as well, man. They're just pure in the shade all day, man. Yeah. They've got like a wee bed at the window that you usually sit at. It's like yeah. cat TV, sit and watch the birds. And uh, they've not been getting near it, man, because the sun's just blasting on it. Fuck. Poor wee guys, man. Uh, it's hot, isn't it? It, mate, it, I, it was 28 degrees when I got in the car yesterday to go to Edinburgh. At the time I drove through Edinburgh, it was like 23, it was a wee bit cooler in Edinburgh. But mate, Glasgow was fucking nearly 30 degrees yesterday. That's, I mean, I'm loving it. Like in a, you know, 1995, global warming's going to cause Glasgow to get Ibiza temperatures and cunts have been sitting like, even me like that, they were so full of shite. And then boom, we're like fucking full-blown Sahara Desert. I know. In the grand scheme of life, if I had to pick, I would always live in this weather. And if you're worried about global warming and stuff like that, then go on to one tree planted and get a tree planted for one quid. And you can basically plant a tree anywhere in the world. So if you're feeling bad about having a barbecue in September in Queen's Park, plant a tree for a quid. You fucking slugs. Sorry. That's all right, man. I love that, mate. I love that you pure... Because we don't, you don't get paid for that. That's no sponsor, or you've mentioned that a few times, and it's a fucking great cause. Yeah, is that what your mom dad get for Christmas? Aye. So see when a like a smelly bastard comes up to us in the street or something, like, oh, mate, have you got a pound? I'm getting no shoes and socks. I did. I've planted a tree for you in Argentina. 
So, I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> appreciate that. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That's a joke, by the way. I help people when they ask. I'm going night swimming the night. Oh, do you? I, at Guruk, there's an outdoor pool. Oh, aye. There's an outdoor heated pool in Guruk, and they do adult night swimming for 10 to midnight on a Wednesday night. Wow. And I'm I'm going to go down and see what it's like. It was a compromise. Like, the last bank holiday Monday that I had off, Sharon was like, we should, it was like this, this weather, and Sharon was pure, we should go down to that outdoor pool down in Guruk. Yeah. And I was like, before fucking wins, man, get that to fuck. But we're on the website and it was like adult night swimming. Amazing. So is that a heated pool? Mm-hmm. So go, forgive me for sounding silly here, but Guruk's greener, can't it? It's, aye, it's like Paisley to Glasgow. It's yeah. right, like, right, they're joined on each other. Because my ex-girlfriend, uh, I was gone out with someday during lockdown and she stayed in Greenock. Right. And every time we drove past it, it was shut. Because of COVID. The outdoor pool. Aye. Mm-hmm. Like wrapped up, you can even see the water. Well, they'd have to, because you, surely you would get cuts fucking jumped at it, all that. Jump in. Well, I hope you have fun tonight, mate. That's quite a, a good, cool thing to do. I'll let you know next week. Yes. How it went. Um, just try to find things today that doesn't involve fucking drinking or eating shit. Yeah. It's, it's hard, isn't it? Like, if you're trying to, like, Oh, find like we cool date things today, and it all just involves fucking spending a hundred quid in a restaurant or fucking going and getting pissed. Do you know what I mean? And it's, so try to find stuff like that. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we went up to Fife, went to the what's supposed to be the best chippy in Scotland, and it was right next to like a beach in St Andrews. Man, it was fucking amazing. Loved it. I mean, it's not so bad going up and getting a chippy. It's like what, a tenner or something like you know, fucking breaking the bank. But yeah, I drove up, man. Pure lovely beach, fucking. Uh, jetty and all that man fucking class just sitting brilliant I love shit like that I like nature so they are mate nature boy so so they are I like, um, that sounds like fun but I know what you mean I drinking and food can just get boring uh, it's good to do different things we should do something mad try and find something today for the podcast like that time we went out for the boat but we weren't they allowed to we film allowed it? to film it because it was technically like illegal or some yeah. shit what we were doing. Aye, we should, man. Should they like we Patreon things? Aye, try and source something. I'll try and find something out. But I've got some good news. The Funny Bunch is coming back. Yes. Sunday <clears throat> the 2nd of July in room two. And I've just confirmed the lineup. 
literally yeah. it just went on sale last night. Yeah, allowed to announce the lineup. Yes. Let me hear it. Go for it. The headliner is Joe Heenan, mate. Oh, yes. A big fucking meaty. I'm calling in the the, the reinforcements. A big meaty veiny headliner. Yes, a big frobber. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Heenan is a headliner. In the middle, we've got David McIntosh. Fred of the pod. Yes. And then Amanda Weir. I've no heard of Amanda Weir. And then the opener is a guy called Scott. Let me just double check. Scott McIntosh, I think his second name is. Getting that mixed up with David McIntosh? Uh, can only be one McIntosh. Aye, there is. Aye. Per bill. Don't say that, man. This is how you know that my my brain is fucked. <clears throat> I'm getting that mixed up. Um, Christopher Scott. <laughs> oh, Christopher Scott comes in. Is that like Big Chris Scott? Aye. Glasses? Glasses. Ah, he does a podcast in the studio called uh, Bad Movies with Great Comedians. Billy Kirkwood, Chris Scott, Chris Hobb. Oh, I never knew that. Uh, Kate Hammer was another Chris. I never knew he was into that. Who's the other Chris? Chris Thorburn. Yes. And I've been trying to get him on as well, man, but he's a busy boy. <clears throat> he's running the night. He runs the nights at Drygate. Yeah. So he, I'll be busy. He's a good boy. So aye, that's the lineup. David McIntosh, Amanda Dweer. It's D W Y. I've seen Amanda Dweer's name kick about. Yep. E R. Yep. Uh, it'll be £10 a ticket there'll be a, we're working on a code to get a discount for Patreon members I'll probably make it 7 quid or something I mean at the end of the day it's only £10 but if I could just help you out and just as a thank you for supporting the pod so that's booked in and then for the live podcast, I was thinking, let's just skip August completely, mate, because the okay. fringe is wild. <clears throat> so let's do, like, September. September, September, October. And I'm thinking room two is really good for that stage. So we could do I, it I would say because room two of the is stage. a great venue. Um, <clears throat> but I, mate, September sounds good to me. I'd, I'll be looking forward to that. So people listening to the podcast, the Funny Bunch, I'm the host. It's called Dad and Connell and the Funny Bunch. Let's There's make it October. October. I was Let's just looking at my weekends in September there. I'm like, hmm. I will do October. There's <clears throat> absolutely no rush. It'll give us time to, you know, sort out what we want today. It'll be a good night of entertainment. Family fun. Family fun. Yeah, I need to get on ADHD meds <laughs> quick. I was going to say something really horrific there. Did you see my eyes like glaze over and just stare into the distance? Seen the cogs click in your head there, what pure, hmm, what's that for? <laughs> 60 euros. <laughs> so, we, uh, do we get some subjects? That is the subjects, mate. Have you been noticing the police cutting about quite a lot through Aye. the parks as well? Uh-huh. There's been a lot of police presence in Glasgow the last few days. Like, is it? Yeah, you think it's cunts gone getting steaming in the park and causing a ruckus? Smoking the devil's lettuce. Shame on you. Shame and your on me. Yeah. Your hash head. Ah, uh, your hash head. That's what my dad said to me when he found out I smoked weed. Sat me down, was pure. Your hash head. It's like, aye. Aye. Dad, you're an alcoholic. 
you punch the wall with a towel wrapped in your hand. Let, <laughs> let me smoke a joint. <laughs> I, when I was when I was nine, you bought boxing gloves and, <laughs> and battled fucking me in the back garden, <laughs> pretending to teach me how to box. Aye. So all right, I'm on. A, I'm on. I'm a hashid man. The wacky back. As my mom's my mom's a wacky backy. My dad was. You're a hashid. Sorry for having a one skinner while watching a fucking clockworker orange. I'm sorry, you traumatized me as a child. Hi, Dad. Um, did you check it on the Patreon episode last week? I told you about Water Talk. I did. Have you checked it out? Yes. Okay. Do you want to explain what Water Talk is to people? It, it's. I don't know how you can sit and watch that because it it was infuriating. Basically, it's just these people that think they've got a cheap code for hydration, right? So the, I think they think that they've found something that's better than water or <laughs> or makes water better. Uh-huh. So they'll add like um, rehydration capsules with like Robertson's fruit juice into it and it becomes like a punch. That's it, isn't it? It's like they create a fruit punch, yeah. basically, sugar-free, and they're like, no, but this is water. Yes. So, I mean, I used to drink, see when I used to be mad for the Ekkies, mate? See when I, when I knew I was going to get a mad weekend, I bought rehydration sashes for Morrison's, the purple stuff for when um, you had diarrhea. Deorolite? Yes. I bought I them. Deor- I love a Deorolite. I bought them and I also put half a Barocca. So this was my thing. Litre of Avion, ice cold. Delora, right? <laughs> <laughs> Say that one again. Delora, right? Delora, right? Delora, right? There you go. There we go. Beautiful. Sorry. You got that quick, man. That was good. Delora, right? Uh huh. And half a Barocca. So it was orange and black currant flavoured it was dark very dark coloured right and then i took two paracetamol with it and i tanned that mate <laughs> so this was your pre this was before or after after ah right come okay. down right okay so that that water talk reminded me of that but i it's a lot of shite did you see all the comments people are fucking raging the comments on on the tiktoks no people are just like that's fucking juice mate uh-huh. You're drinking juice. Uh-huh. I seen. I watched. Uh, I watched. I'm. I'm. I think I got a wee bit obsessed with it the other day. I watched like a pure thirty-five minute YouTube breakdown of Water Talk, <laughs> and there was a couple of interesting takes. So they were saying that, and I don't know if it is, but let's just say for for the the purposes of conversation, people who get like a gastric band, it was a people who get a specific type of weight loss surgery and it sounded like they were getting their stomach stapled. Yeah. Like when I was like, oh, what the fuck's up Googling it? But let's just, for the ease of the conversation, people that get a gastric band, they get a condition where they can't keep water done. So if they take plain water, they just vomit it straight back up. And for some reason, when they add a flavor to it, now I was sitting like, what? So if you have just normal water, this sounds like a this sounds like a five year old. 
<laughs> it sounded like a five-year-old, right? When they were explaining it, like pure, I can't drink. No, I can't drink unflavored water. It makes me sick. But if you put a wee bit of Robinsons into it for some reason, I don't know. This could be true, right? It, they were claiming that it was some sort of like fucking medical thing, right? So that's where water talk came from because it started with these people who would go to these gastric bands, gain advice to other people on how to get water into their system. Oh, right, and they okay. were doing it with things like the like the rehydration salts and yeah. stuff, but it's descended now into they go to like Poundland and they buy sugar-free coffee syrups, it looks like, like vanilla flavor. Like if you were to, if you were to go into Starbucks and say, Can I get a water with ice and like nine pumps of sugar-free syrup and then going, this is a glass of water. Yeah. That's the equivalent of what these people are doing. But I watched this breakdown, right? So she had a couple interesting points. So first of all, that was the first point. She was saying that actually it's a medical condition that people are trying to combat. Like, what's your opinion on that? Because to me, it, I was like, that sounds like, see, like when I, I Wayne's like, I, I can't eat broccoli, it makes me sick. <laughs> Aye. And then it's like, do you want a piece of chocolate cake? And they're like, I'll eat that. Like, they just don't want to drink water or they mm. don't like plain water. So, what, what do you think that, or do you think it's an actual genuine fucking condition? I think it's a genuine condition if they've had weight loss surgery because I know someone that's had a gastric band. Okay. And I've seen that. Like, if we're out having a meal together, the person can't have water with their meal. So, I, I believe that. Right, okay. But, um, I think like anybody else, it just grows arms and legs and it's got fucking silly. Uh-huh. So, but, this breakdown was saying now it's graduated to like sort of toxic weight loss. Mm. And like the, the people that are in water talk are like desperately trying to lose weight and this is a way for them to get like a sugar kick. Yeah, that's mental. That's, that's what I, that's what I thought. See, when I was watching, I was like, "This is people who are trying to satisfy a craving for sugar by adding about forty spoonfuls of aspartame into their fucking water and going, this is water.'" Yeah. Like, I so the other point that she made was that anything that now that I felt like this was a bit, I was like, "This is kind of true." Anything that women get that's theirs, men just shit oil the tap it. I agree with that. So she was saying that it's basically like misogyny that causes people to go in and get angry at water talk. I don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree that women get shat on for every fucking angle of life, but I don't I don't agree with the water thing. You've got an eating disorder, pal. Phone your fucking surgeon back up and get to OA meetings. Did you watch any of the water talks? Aye. Did you did I send you one? Yes. Right. Was it the woman that's like pure, it's like 90 million pumps, it's got like 40 wee sachets of fucking Skittles and all Aye. sorts in it, and then she was adding like the mad fucking unicorn syrup and all that. Aye. Like, it, I'm with you, man, that's juice. Yeah. Like, see this here? Yes. You, you buy me one of these every week, I appreciate it, right? Thank you. So this says white white grape and blackcurrant sparkling flavoured water, mm-hmm. right? So... But see, if I was sending you to the shop for that, I wouldn't be like, going to get me a bottle of water. Yes. I would expect you to come back with a bottle. Like, we're, we're pure hydration kings, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I'd be, as we say that, look, Darren's getting his, <laughs> getting his water in. But I'd be expecting you well. to come back with that. 
Yes. If you were to say, if I was to say, you go and grab me a bottle of water. See, if I was asking you specifically to go and get that, I would say, go and grab me a bottle of that juice, the sparkling white grape and blackberry. Yeah. Sparkling <clears throat> water. Now, I would use the word water, but I would classify that as a as a juice. Yeah. No, as if I wouldn't be like, I don't count that as like me hydrating. No. You maybe I'm just a, maybe I'm just an old man, a you, traditionalist. That's like saying, "Can I get that fizzy orange stuff?" And you're like, "Look, is it?" Well, just say, "Look, is it?" I. This is what I was going to say. Like, you could do a total parody of water talk and be like, "Today's what?" Because the the whole thing is, is that they make up a water of the day, Aye. and they share their water of the day on TikTok, like their concoction. It would be like going, "My water of the day is Coke Zero. It's zero calorie. Some of them are even firing in a show, a soda stream. Mm. That's like a commodity fuck, man. Yeah, controversial. Maybe not. You don't flat. You don't float that shit about with people with eating disorders and all that. Like you keep it simple. Like that sounds. If they've had surgery and stuff, that comes from a place of disordered eating. So your thoughts are disordered regarding diet. And you find cheat codes to think that, you know, it'll make you feel better and stuff. So they shouldn't be putting that out there. Because a wee 14-year-old lassie with an eating disorder might start thinking, I'll have that instead of my dinner. You know, mm -hmm. big litre of water with all that shit in it, rehydration stuff and vitamins and all that, so I wouldn't need to eat calories. Because that's how I would think in a bad day. Uh-huh. That's where my mind goes. Do you think we're going to, like, obviously, like, I would say that going and getting weight loss surgery, like a gastric band's quite, I think it's quite, I, I would say that's very extreme. And I've got no judgment for anybody that goes and does it because I think it does, it's an extreme procedure and it's life-threatening and I think it comes to a place of desperation that they, they really, really want to be healthier and, you know what I mean, and, and lose weight. But do you think we're going to get to the point where we'll be able to take a pill and it will have, like, your day's calories or your electrolytes or maybe you'll take a concoction of pills where it's like your greens your proteins your fats everything bang it down you don't need to eat you'll feel full for the rest of the day i think we are close to that and you'll get you know those joe rogan types where they pull out a strip they'll be like that's my breakfast tablet that's It'll be like 30 tablets that's my 10 tablets i take for my breakfast 10 for lunch and 10 for my dinner and it will be everything you said there, mate. I think people would do that. And they'll try and connect it to, like, the fasting shit. And I noticed that with the ADHD medication, my my appetite dropped. And now that I'm off them, I'm like, fuck. I'm back to kind of a couple of biscuits here and there. I'm like, bastard. So that's why I was scared. But... Here, if there was tablets available that never got you at your fucking tits, I'd probably take them as well. Because diet pills are fucking dreadful. Awful things. Have you, ever, have you ever took yeah. a diet pill? Uh, I've, had pro I've had problems with I don't think I have ever took a diet pill. I have took, well, maybe I, I've took a fat burner. Yeah. I suppose that's like a diet pill, into it? But it was more like a fitness thing. Mm -hmm. Didn't I like it? Didn't I like the way it made me feel? Like, yeah. and I it was like uh, I that like your your toilet was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, for fucking sure. I had a problem with diet pills when I was younger. I've took every diet pill you could think of from over the counter, 
from Holland and Barrett, Herbo stuff to Asda, whatever's on the shelf. And I've also took illegal fat burners as well that are like, I can't remember what they were called. Oh man, it's so long ago. But I remember buying them off my mate and I was like, these are going to be hardcore. And he's like, don't worry about it, man. All you need today is drink eight litres of water a day. I'm like, Eight liters of water. Eight liters of water. Aye, and he's like, apart, and if you don't do that, then you know you might struggle. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't remember what they were called. Uh, pretty eight hard. liters of water, man. Eight liters, mate. See, when I took them, I went bright pink, like sunburnt color, and they made me so paranoid and so shaky that I couldn't train. So I was just walking about rattling. Wow. All the time, mate. Wow. And then when I was really bad, I was taking herbal fat loss tablets on top of them and just... I used to go something D, they're called, something P. Oh, God. They're an ingredient in crack cocaine. So I used to take them, stick oh. on a sauna suit, mate, and sit in a, sit in a sauna. Wow. When I was younger. Yeesh. I take it that wasn't good for you? No, it was terrible. Fucking hell. But I remember for my 21st birthday, I went for 18 stone to 12 and a half stone. <laughs> so there you go. How long did that take? Not long. No. Not long, man. Wow. It was under a year anyway. Wow. Six stone weight loss. Yep. So they're basically killing you in some way or yeah. shape or form, aren't they? Like Mate, I remember an auntie said to me once, I, had, I was doing to... I could fit into my brother's denims. My brother was like a 30 in a waist. And my auntie was like, I genuinely thought you were dying when I seen you. I thought you had cancer or something. And in my warped brain, I was like, yeah, Good. Uh-huh. Good. Oft. So that's why I don't want to offend anybody, but that's why I do things like Overeaters Anonymous because it helps with everybody. You know, uh, every, I feel that the outside opinion of OA is people are think that it's overweight people uh-huh. that are greedy, but it's no, it's no. bulimia, it's right. people with eating disorders, yeah, and, and anorexia, yeah, body dysmorphia. Uh-huh. I've had that my whole life. I posted a selfie the other night because I was feeling good. Don't get me wrong, she said it in a very nice way. She was like, first trap. And that I think this is why therapy has benefited me because I was like, aye, fuck it, it's a first trap. I'm feeling good about myself uh-huh. and I want to post a nice picture. Nothing wrong with that as well. Because my whole life I've felt like a fucking goblin. I've actually cancelled work, I've cancelled gigs. See the amount of dates that I've pulled out of me and avoided birds and stuff, thinking that I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, or if I'm sitting talking to you, I mean, I'm not like that now, but see if your eyes went down, I'd be like, Paul's looking at my belly. Paul's <laughs> looking at my tits, he thinks I'm a fat cunt. That's every waking second of my life, mate, right up until I got sober. That's how my brain worked. So, I I fucking posted a selfie last night because I'm feeling good. And I've... <coughs> See, the only thing I'm no disordered about is my fat fucking hog. <laughs> really chugged to my tongue there, man. <laughs> so there we go. That's the only thing I don't want to lose weight on, Paul, is my fucking hog. I don't think that can happen. Thank God. I don't think that happens. Thank you, God. 
I don't think there's a lot of fat there, you know. I think it's muscle, and muscle tissue and whatever. But Definitely I, muscle. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't Defo worry about muscle because I'm ripping the fucking lid off it 15 times a day. Big Papa Pump. <laughs> so there we go. I don't know why I got into all that there. Because well, we were talking about water talk, weren't we? Yes. Yes. So I, it was a wee bit triggering for me. Not in a bad way. I just thought this could maybe affect younger people. Uh-huh. TikTok's a dangerous place, mate. It's, um, I, it, it seems like weird, like we're sharing so much on there. There's like pop psychology, people thinking that they're curing, you know what I mean? And like people getting advice about mental health, people getting advice about weight loss, advice about, you know, lifestyle, business, blah, blah, blah. And see, to be honest, man, the, the vast majority is all a shout. Yeah. It's to be ignored. Or also, have you seen these things like when you're watching the news, you see a guy at a desk like this with a suit on. So I've been seeing a lot of TikToks recently and it's been like, you know, about Epstein's Island or what's the stuff that they drink the blood? Adrenochrome? Uh-huh. Yep, yeah, uh-huh. Like all that shit and yeah. UFO stuff. Uh-huh. So they're talking about all oh, this Hollywood sex cult stuff. And essentially, it's just a normal person on their own TikTok with a green screen. But because it looks like a news outlet, it's got like millions of views. People think it's real, like Aye. official news or whatever. But obviously, like if we were to watch it, you'd be like, that's not real. But no everybody's like us. And we are perfect. Exactly. Have you seen any of the UFO stuff the we last s- week? Yeah. What are you making up? So what what was the main one? The main one was that a UFO crashed in somebody's garden. So a government official went on news and said that the American government have 100% multiple non-human craft. So the way the word in it is very interesting. They're not being like, we've got alien crafts or whatever like that, blah, blah, blah. But this guy is saying that Basically, the Roswell conspiracy, like, confirming it. I'm very fucking sceptical about all this. I'm like, why now? What's going on? Yeah. What's going on in the background? Like, why are they... I think that... What my opinion is, is that it's real. It's always been real. Yeah. They've always kept it. They've kept it secret. And that's just... I I, I don't know if that's a fact, but that's my opinion, is, is that the Bob Lazar stuff, it's all real. Yes. Roswell, whatever they found, a, they found something right, and they fucking took it away. There's eyewitness people saying that they fucking seen it happen and shit back in the day. You know what I mean? And, um, so I think that they've had it, they've kept it secret, and that's just that. But why are they telling us the now? Why now? That's the thing that makes me go, "What's going on? What's about to happen?" Because they don't ever let this shit information out unless they've got a fucking reason for doing it and I'm just like what is what's going on Project Bluebeam something uh-huh. like that uh-huh. New World Order uh-huh. we've spoke about that before on the pod haven't we I think we've mentioned it do you know the details of that for, I mean you can explain better but from what I think it is I think it's a fake government invasion 
uh, a fake alien invasion to scare the world. So then the government makes it like a one government world. I was, aye, so the long story short, I'm sure we've mentioned it before. There was a guy, um, and I fuck, I can see his face, man, and I can't fucking. He was a, he was, a, he, he created the B two bomber and all that sort of stuff. He was um, Operation Paperclip, which we've definitely spoke about before. Yes, we have. Um, so um, let me find out the name of the the rocket scientist. Um. Operation Paperclip. Fuck, what was the name of the guy? There's a whole documentary on Netflix about it, um, made by Netflix, like a pure... Oh, fuck. Oh, Von Braun, Von Braun, or whatever the guy's name was, right? Yes. So he was a rocket scientist in Germany during the sort of Nazi era, and at the, se- the tail end of the Second World War, the Russians and the Americans basically took all the scientists and the doctors, split them in half, Took them to Russia and America, gave them wives, gave them homes, and blah, 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 blah. So this guy had a deathbed confessional in the 80s that said that what the American shadow government, which is basically the continual government that doesn't get elected. So you have, like, the president, you have the House of Representatives, that's who people vote for. But underneath it all, there is the intelligence community, and they plan shit, and they basically, like, tell people. So, like, I don't know if you know about Bill Clinton ran on basically i'm going to do this i'm going to do that and then he get voted in and they get sat down in day one and he get told you're doing none of it wow like you're not doing any of it i think thatcher i think the same happened to thatcher to be perfectly honest they thought they were going to do x y and z and they couldn't do it it was just they just get told you can't do that like there's no way that you can do that do you know what thatcher was going to do oh i mean it wasn't anything good you know what yeah, i mean like, I was I'm, thinking not, that. I'm not being like oh she had this plan to do something fucking amazing for britain it was nothing good but she got told that they couldn't do it whatever it was that they were planning and they had to go down a different route clinton get the same shit um yeah. so there are things there are things that sit in the background that you don't vote for and you've got no saying who these people are basically yeah. um and they're unelected so he said that one of the plans was this blue beam, which was that they were going to use the alien craft that <coughs> they had and that they weren't telling anybody about. And that the blue beam bit it was getting the, uh, the science to a point where they could project images into the sky and that they were going to do a fake alien invasion and that would wipe away religion wow. and bring people under like a non-religious humanity. It's a bit out there, man. It's a it's a it's a conspiracy theory and a half. I yeah. don't know how much it's true. You don't know how much of the fucking deathbed confessional's true. Um the person that said about the deathbed confessional was his PA, like his handler, mm-hmm. and he fell in love with her. And the reason that he was telling her was because he was like, get the fuck out of here. Wow. Um and that was in the 80s. <clears throat> so that's the whole thing. And I'm wondering, is this them starting to drip feed out? Oh, we've got these crafts, like and then they're going to be like, oh, the aliens are coming. I don't know, man. Who knows? Well, it's intertwined with the Anunnaki. You ever heard of the Anunnaki? No. So the Anunnaki were um, basically the people that were depicted in the hieroglyphics with the big, yes, big head at the back. They were taller. They were slimmer. And the sort of conspiracy with that is, is that the Anunnaki came to Earth, kind of like gave consciousness to an ape. 
fucked off and then come back during Egypt to see what had happened. That's cool as fuck. So that's that. And but the the Anunnaki are the ones because the the spaceship like Roswell, all this stuff happened in the geographical locations where we were testing nuclear weapons, and they think that they were maybe going, "What the fuck are they doing?" Aye. And that's why they they came to have a look and then crashed, and the Americans got a hold of it. I'm a bit like, as I say it out loud, I'm like, I sound like a fucking nutter. But this isn't me that's coming up with this shit. This is like, you know, legit conspiracy stuff. You can go and look on Google. If you Google Operation Paperclip, Operation Bluebeam, the Anunnaki, it's all there. But that's all part of this. Um, And I just don't know what to make it, man. It just, it's so weird that now we're starting to see all this UFO footage and yes. the governments are coming out and being like, oh yeah, we've got like advanced tech, like weapons tech and stuff. I just don't know, man. Don't know about it. It's, uh, it's fascinating that in our lifetime we could actually get an answer to this. The truth is out there. Shoot there, Darren. It's just where? Do you think they can't say follow me either? You just say that? Did I? Uh-huh. Yes. That's Cl- probably because I wasn't thinking about it. Clip that. Follow him. So <laughs> we'll, I think we'll, we'll just keep our eye on this UFO shit, mate. Yes. And if anything develops, like these last couple of weeks, it's been weird. Jank James English would get one of them on the podcast. One of who? An alien. <laughs> Take his back to the start, bro. <laughs> well, you know, I started. And... Exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. That's 106, mate. We'll wrap up. One hour and six minutes. We had some other subjects there that will get continued for next week because. I know that people are busy and look, who's got time for fucking podcasts that are too long? It's life is too short. Thank you so much for the support. Again, I need to say this, guys. See if you listen to this podcast. Can you chuck us a five-star review on Spotify? If you listen to it on Apple Podcasts, could you give us a five-star review or a nice couple of wee words? The numbers that we are getting for this podcast are incredible right we have a community of fans that listen to this podcast every week and we want to make it as good as possible for you we really enjoy it we really love it so if you could get back to us with feedback and let us know it would be appreciated thank you so much for the support we've got a patreon you can sign up it's four pound fifty a month actually it's no five pound but patreon add a VAT to it and that's why it's £5. So you can sign up to that. You can get a limited number of discounted tickets to the the Funny Bunch. My stand-up special is there and you're just helping us keep the lights on. So thank you very much for joining us for episode 79. We'll see you next week. Paul, have you got anything to say? I love you. I love you too. Even though you glanced at my tits there and I think I'm too fat now. And I have to disappear up the hills and do a Rocky montage for nine weeks. Why do you do this to me every week, Paul? (laughs) (laughs) Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.